so many people was hitting me up, but you know, that's not that's not what I got into this thing about. It's a cool thing, it's a spiritual tool, but I can give y'all that. Don't worry about that. But um yeah, I just sold out of my I say cards and just the response and the the love from people that I've been getting is man and when I made them my shake cards I specifically made them so I can tap inside the energies within me I remember about six seven years ago I was like man I'm trying to figure out a way to appease my ego trying to figure out ways to tap inside these energies and appease my ego so I can know exactly what the fuck I was doing. Because I didn't know what I was doing six, seven years ago. I was, you know, I was still kind of worshiping these gods. It was something inside of me that was saying, saying, Hootie, give me knowledge. Instead of invoking the Tahuti energy, and taking on that that lifestyle, that that mind, that wisdom, that penmanship, that study. So yeah, with these I say cards, man, it's I'm just humbled at the response, and whenever I do get another batch. I will let y'all know, but I want to keep it all the way honest. This, these I say cards, is a setup for something greater. And that greater is coming soon enough. That greater is coming soon enough. And, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. That's all I can say on that because I want to keep it. In in raps while the magic is, you know, growing and dwelling. But, um, yeah, that's what it is. LoveLiftLife.com. Come on and get y'all spiritual tools. Now, let's get to this book club. But first, I want to bring my babe on. I want to bring my babe on so she can uh, shine some light. On my, on our, our family business, babe. What up? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Good evening to the people who have already logged into the call. Good evening. I hope you guys are having a good night so far. And I'm excited about this chapter that we're about to go into. Yeah, chapter four, the gods within. It's gonna be magical, it's gonna be something majestic. And then I'm ready to dive into it now. We can give them a little um a little preview of what it is, babe. Just like our shake cards. Basically the same right. idea with with the gods within. 
remember the magic is within us. All the work we've been doing is just building up to this point right here. Uh, we got to put on, let's put on Kendra and see if she got some insight on this guy within. Let's see what Kendra has. Hey. What up, Jay? How y'all doing? Great, doing great, great, great. <laughs> great. Well, I'm enjoying this book. I'm enjoying this chapter here. Exactly. I'm enjoying this chapter here. It was, it was, uh, you know, it it was uh, definitely everything I expected. I had kind of like, um, I was, it kind of like um, brought in interesting stuff that I had I had read before, you know, but it was like to me, he broke it down into where you know, like when he when he you had to write down the different gods. To me, that was like really fundamental in in, in just breaking down the way we think about gods. You know, about how you know we were taught about gods, how you know, um, you know. What would what would be our perception of if we had a God that would give us anything we wished, you know? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. that well, the second one was um um the the kind of God that would keep up with our needs and belief. What we would have to do? Would we have to sacrifice something? Would we have to get on our knees? Would we, you know? So it gave you know we we had we we we're able to question God and our belief system of God in all different kind of angles. And I like that mm-hmm. because yeah, it's the knowing of the truth that we, we really have to get in our mind. We, we have to really, this is something that we definitely have to know. We have to, this is, this is the, the truth that we definitely have to know. We can't, we can't just believe we got to know this. And so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it really helped us to look at different angles of it. And I, I really definitely appreciated that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that was one part that people probably had to read twice or three times mm-hmm. just to really grasp the idea of what he was saying because he, he um, he's basically telling you, hey, look, this is something uh, uh, the Matrix created for you to mind mm-hmm. control you. You see, mm-hmm. so if if you had to ask yourself, what is God, then what kind of God would you like? Yeah. Who would you yeah. like? Would you like somebody to enslave you? Mm-hmm. Would you like something to tell you that the all-knowing needs money, mm-hmm. needs it now? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. And you know what I, I really I really liked about this part of stuff? If you really think about it, if we are made in our creator's image. Why we don't treat our children like the God that we read about in the Bible? Why we are not jealous of our children? Why are we not, why are we not, we not brutal to our children? You know what I'm saying? Why do we, you know, if we are made in our creator's image, why you will sit over here and you will die for your baby? You will do. You will. You will lie, cheat, and steal for your child. You are and, you, know, you know. You know. And and it's 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 nothing like the God that is described in the Hebrew scriptures. You know, 
is you know, I mean, the Greek scriptures don't get me wrong. I mean, you could tell it's a softer tone of a creator, but it's mm-hmm. still not the kind of God that you would be with your children. And right. I just like you know, like you I said, know. you know, God was created. God created the devil. The devil has everything that you love: love, sex, money, success. God preaches death and damnation, and he also needs lots and lots of money. Plus, he's jealous. Mm. Man, I don't know who that is. You better. That's a good That right there will have you thinking, I must have been crazy as hell believing in a God, first of all, outside of myself, period, outside of yourself. And then it says right here, he said, people build their version of God and everybody else. Accepted without question. Right. Yep. Right. Definitely, yeah, that we definitely know that this thing. God was created. Um, definitely, like, babe, like you said, for mind control, bondage, um, mm-hmm. poverty, lifestyle. Bobby Hemmings said something so funny mm-hmm. on his videos. <laughs> what the hell kind of God you know got people uh, in Africa $75,000 a month? You know what I'm saying? What kind of God is that would have Mm -hmm. these, you know, kids being molested and, I mean, just, because this this would have to be a sick God to sit up in this high place and let all of these things happen, you know. And it's God's will. It's God's will. And that's the insanity of our people, that you could see all of this stuff happening around you and still not question God or what you what you know God to be, or why you even believe this God is, you know, real. And you are mm-hmm. absolutely correct. Insanity. Think about it. We just, I mean, if you were watching the news, they had Roy Moore who was dating 14-year-olds, and you had evangelical people in Alabama that were upholding that. They were mm-hmm. saying that that was okay because he was a man of God. That, you know, mm-hmm. even one man went as far as to say, you know what I mean, he was 14, she was 14 and he was 30. I mean, he was a judge. Some parents would have been proud that their daughter got picked up on this man. Mm-hmm. That's the insanity yeah. that we are dealing with in this society where, you know, where religion has gotten to the point where it, um, maybe it's just me, it looks crazy. Like people look insane, literally yep. to have crazy. this kind of belief system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not just you. It's not just you. I see it every day. But I you know what's so day. crazy about the whole thing? The age is changing. The times are changing, and I can see and feel people waking up. Now it might just be me because I might just be naive because I don't even, you know, try to. Uh, in that world of uh, media and news, but I'm, I would hope that people can feel this energy and start waking up and start questioning things like, why, why would I believe in uh, this this man giving me the word of God, but he's sleeping with you know little kids. It's just not, it's just insane. But it's just insane, and and not just that. I like in the beginning where he said that, how he said that, if you cannot question something, 
If it doesn't hold up to question, it is highly suspect. Very true. And that's it's, that's that's deep. That was that was like real deep to me. You know, that's easily deep. That's easily deep. Like you know, question everything. Question the question. Question us. Question the uh, question the idea of metaphysics. You know, question Mm -hmm. all of that and see if you can't find no truth in that. See if nothing resonates inside your soul that says, Mm -hmm. "Nah, this is this is right. I can feel it." Yeah. And sometimes I'm listening to some of this stuff. Yeah. Mhm. No, and be willing to let, be able to let go of it. You know, I mean, sometimes, you know, I mean, just like everything else, you know, sometimes even belief system hold memories. You know what I'm saying? You can remember when you did your first communion. You can remember when you was at church and you did this. You can remember, you know, when your uncle died. Or, you know, whatever it may be. You know, sometimes a belief hold a memory, and sometimes we have a hard time letting it go because it holds so many precious memories. You know, but if it's keeping you in a position of disease, sickness, lack, and limitation, then you are thinking incorrectly, and only the truth will set you free. That's the only thing that will set you free. So you have to do, you know, you have to sit over here and you have to say, you know what, even though I had this, these memories and stuff, and everything, it helped me to evolve to where I am right now, you know, you know. So you won't even look at it even in a bad way, you know. But Mm -hmm. you can't, if you want to live the kind of life that you were meant to live, you got to be able to let go. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, you got to. And that's why if somebody comes up to you and tells you, yeah, these guys are man-made, man-made, they're never existed, they are products of another human being, making them, but they're making them in the light of a principle or or energy or to describe personified manner like he said in the book all they do is give you principles that are um, principles that are in a magnitude you know what I'm saying of availability in this universe or in this multiverse all they did was took those energies and put a face and a name to it um, and, and got people to and got people to you know rely on that as being truth well, yeah, that's what it was. At first, it was just uh, energies, like the whole, right. uh, like the whole Yoruba thing. That was they understood it was an energy. They didn't take it as uh, something that they have to pray to and something mm-hmm. outside of themselves. They knew it was something. Uh, it was something inside of them. Mm-hmm. You see, but we've mm-hmm. been tricked. We've been tricked, duped, and. Uh, Man, the game is 
you've had some bad information. You know, like you, you've been, yeah. you, you, like you, you, you were in class and they played the like secret game, and you know this person told this person this, and by the time you count around to the circle and stuff, you know, the story of came. your class, the 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 whole story was upside down and backwards. Yes, ma'am. The intention yes, ma'am. was really good. To kind of yeah. like categorize everything and to sit up here and t- to, to try to explain creation. The intentions were good, but you had, as it was passed down, it was manipulated and you had, you, 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 you lost the God within and you were looking for God without. And mm-hmm. I just really do believe, believe that that's how that occurred. And not just that, the same. If you're going to describe someone or, you know, you disc- making this God, the gods have the same kind of problems we got. Because mm-hmm. they were made by people like us, you know. Yeah. yeah, if you can see it, yeah, he brought that up in the book too also. The uh, characteristics of these gods are not perfect because, remember, God is perfect. When I say mm-hmm. God, it's perfect. Like when we transition, we we know all and be all, and we're mm-hmm. just in a space. Unless we're still in the matrix and we're still believing in this illusion, that's why it's so important for people to do the work and understand that the work is not only uh, uh, for you to be like, you know, have some kind of manifestation down here. No, the work is deeper than that. The work is something for you to get on and move on past this realm, past this uh, uh, matrix, and take take your energy to other places, to other worlds, to creating your own universe. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's I, want, I want to also say I was, I was kind of like going back and forth because I was reading – I knew that this had a lot to do with the master key and the master key pretty master key system by Charles um, Hegel. And he, in his, that last chapter, he talks about living in truth. And I just want to just show you how it kind of like coincides, like on one of the points he said, um, let's see. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it. I got the book in front of me, too, so you can kind of let me know. <laughs> I do. I have it right in front of me, so you can let me know what you're looking oh, for. If you go to the, 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 the 24th chapter, the last chapter, on the 15th point, he says, all thoughts are a form of energy, a rate of vibration, but the thought of truth is the highest rate of vibration known hmm. and consequently just destroys Every form of error in exactly the same way that light destroys darkness. No form of error can exist when the truth appears so that your entire mental work consists in coming into understanding of the truth. This will enable you to overcome every form of lack, limitation, or disease of any kind. Truth is the highest form of of vibration, that you want to vibe, you have to vibe and know this truth. And mm-hmm. that truth is that ye are gods. Mm-hmm. Ye are and God. when you, 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 you can't 
you can't you can't deny it. It destroys every other sort of lack and limitation. So that goes back to the book what it talks about. You know, it talks about you knowing that truth. You have to know it. You have and it you vibrate at such a high rate that you can make anything possible. That's the magic. Right, right, right. You have to know that and be that. Mhm. Know that and be that. So that's that's deep, and that's also how you know that we are a chosen few. Mm-hmm. I mean, people's minds are not even like like Bobby Hemet said. A mind has to be cultivated to be able to even grasp some information like this. Like most of the people that we know and interact with are automatons. They live mm-hmm. their lives based off of what the media or somebody outside of them tells them is how they're supposed to live. You know, believing they got to live like this, this is where you got to go, you got to go to college, you got to go to this. Whatever whatever has been presented to them since childhood, they believe that that's it. They are, they are living on automation. You know what I'm saying? So we are chosen to, to even have the mind that is expansive enough or cultivated enough to even grasp these concepts when in all reality, these concepts are difficult to grasp. People are just afraid to grasp them. That's the even crazier thing. This information just, it just makes complete sense. Even the thought of how we would want a God to be or how a God should be that uh, a person finds himself worshiping, you know what I'm saying, just makes sense that you would want someone that is, uh, that doesn't make you have to reincarnate, that is giving, a God that is not jealous, a God that answers any and everything that you request. That's like basic knowledge, right? That's like mm-hmm. instincts, you know? Well, so just, another question is, and stuff. y'all married. Would you want to be in a relationship with anyone that you, that was jealous of you, that you had to fear, that you had oh, to sit no. over here and bow down all the time? What Mm-mm. kind of relationship is that? That's Mm-mm. an abusive relationship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is exactly. you if you if your girlfriend was in a relationship with somebody like that, you'd be trying to find her ways to get out. Right. Because that is not a loving relationship. Mm-hmm. To be fearful of somebody or fearful you gonna sit up here. You, who wants to send their child to hell to burn for for eons? I'm telling you. The church teach you. It's crazy. It is sick, it's and crazy. it keeps you. And like like he said in the book, the suspicion, the, the uh, superstition, is the best way to protect God. They mm-hmm. want you to fear them. Mhm. You know, and that's funny because I grew up. My my parents, them, you know, they religious, and uh, superstition was a real thing. Like you sweep your feet, you gotta spit on the bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't split the pole. You know what I'm saying? If a black cat mm-hmm. crosses you while you're in the car, some some drama. A black cat crossed me the other day, and I was I instantly knew within my spirit that that black cat was. Uh, a sign of protection is mm-hmm. that that bad set energy. I was like, that all my life they have told us, and that's how you know these systems, these religious systems or governmental systems or whatever, um, really try to, you know, really try to control us in the most negative ways possible. Because how's my mama going to tell me since I was a kid if a black cat crossed my path is bad luck? 
You know what I'm saying? A black cat. Girl, I look for black cats across my <laughs> Me and you both. Me and you both. <laughs> Me and you both. I'll be looking for them. Like, yeah, I need that energy. <laughs> Me and you both. And that's the thing, but they, too. But they, they sheltered us from all of these amazing, I mean, just concepts and energies that have already shifted our lives so mm-hmm. so much. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sick because uh, we have the capacity to use these energies to tap into our higher selves and do what we feel is we're supposed to be set out to do. So these energies are important, and I don't even call them, well, I call them gods to give people, you know, a, a basis of it. But, you know, I'll say, usually I'll say energies or principles. These things, mm-hmm. when we're invoking them, we become them, and we we step inside that mythological character. So as we're stepping into it, as we're becoming it, we're embodying everything about that character that we read about in these myths or this mythology, myth, mythological story. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, you read about Tahuti and you know how he's uh, the the marksmanship of history or the world or whatever, right? So when you're carrying that book, when you're carrying a notebook, invoke the God Tahuti. When you're carrying a pencil, invoke it. When you're uh when you're reading a book, embody his energy mm-hmm. and you absolutely uh uh your mind absolutely takes straw of it and you start embodying that principle. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole that's the whole secret behind this whole invoking idea. It gets a little deeper but I gotta sell my I have an, I have an I have an experience of that. I have an experience of just that thing happening and for me it was uh an unintentional thing but spirit is always at work and your 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 subconscious mind is always pulling in information and creating exactly what you want if your heart if your heart which is the real mind is set on that and so uh like for example babe for my birthday when I wear that yellow dress embodying that Oshun energy that love energy um and then Kendra, when I tell you, I came in a yellow dress for one for my birthday party, and about five of my other friends all had on the same exact shade of yellow. <laughs> That's some deep. I mean, a person who is not intuitively connected or spiritually connected wouldn't think, wouldn't think that that was anything. They would think that was coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's just a coincidence. No, I don't know coincidence when you got five beautiful women, all different shapes. Sizes, all this completely different women, all coming mm-hmm. the same color, mm-hmm. celebrating me in my life on my exact birthday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mind yeah. you, yeah, on my um, before my birthday came, just for a long time actually, 
Uh, I was doing some solar plexus work, which is the color yellow. That, that chakra work is important. Doing some solar plexus work. I was using Oshun candles no. to do it because the candles are yellow. And so every time I would take my bath, I would have that candle lid. Or I was carrying like a citrine, a citrine crystal around. I was just really healing that solar plexus. And on my birthday, them all showing up in yellow and me even deciding yeah. to wear yellow was confirmation that I had balanced that, that chakra out, balanced out that energy, and, mm. and it invoked that old shoe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's things like that. And it's, and it's situations like that, babe, like we were talking, it's experiences like that that we are searching for while we're on this spiritual journey. We're searching for the signs that tell us that, you know, those signposts that tell us this and this and this is what's going on. And this and this and this is what you have to do to either keep creating or keep manifesting this, or you got to adjust if you want to create something different. That experience let me know that my work is paying off. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And these signs, these signs come left and right, man. People, uh, I think the the big problem is people is not searching for the signs. They're kind of, mm-hmm. uh, they're kind of like, Oh, that's just a coincidence, or oh, that's 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 not what that is. Yeah, that's a sign. I just oh. distracted, you know, just distracted oh. with living. Yeah, you know, yeah. where they can't even see it. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Where there, nobody doesn't want to become God. People are afraid of it. People are afraid of the transition. So everybody's kind of just trying to stay distracted and stay in a fearful mindset without them even knowing it. Because fear is a big thing, you know, and being God is a big thing. That's a thing, but it it takes work. It takes work of uh, calling yourself God. It takes work that's saying you don't have a flaw. You know, there is no, uh, your soul is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's There's not nothing. just that. It's, it's, it is a lonely process. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. A, it is a one-man process. I remember when I found out, when it just, it was, I can remember what I was doing. When I realized that what I was taught wasn't the truth, mm-hmm. I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. That was a lonely feeling. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, what church I got to start going to? What religion is right and what's not? And guess what? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I did because some people go through the process and they go from Christianity to, to, you know, become Muslims and, you know, then they, you know, go to through, through different and religious, you know, organizations, you know. Oh, and I'm yeah. glad that I didn't have to do that. You know, that was their process that they had to go through, and that's fine. But I got to the point, and I realized, I was like, you know what? I get it now. Right. It's upon me. Right. And right. that's when you re- you don't even know what to do. You don't know how to pray. You don't know how to I have, I have not said a prayer in probably a year. Mm-hmm. I talked to my inner self. Mm-hmm. But I don't pray. 
how you pray to yourself. Right, exactly. You can't pray to yourself. That's you. It's mm-hmm. inside you. It's, you know, and, and we have to be careful not to even separate that because sometimes we can, because our mindset is such on having a God-human relationship that mm-hmm. when we find out that we have this, we have we this we this truth that resides within us. We start to separate that from us to say, you know, well, I mean, you know, I gotta pee. No, that is you. That is your real you. That is the real I. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. else is you have been taught. You know, you know, to 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 be this person. You start, you know, I mean, taught taught to be this person that you that wasn't even true. Mm-hmm. So you have to just reevaluate this whole thing. You know, and some people catch it when they're in their twenties. I'm forty four years old, and you know I've been on this path for the last three years and and what got me there was my mother's death. It had me questioning things, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just I just feel like you know like i like I said, you know it's a lonely path. But you know what? I know deep down inside, even though I felt alone, I didn't have anybody to talk to because everybody else was going to Jesus. And I know Jesus was, he was not real. He was a fraud. He was, you know, you know, you know, it was, it was just to keep us in a box. Religion keeps us in a box of limitation. Mm-hmm. I feel, I was by myself, but I felt so free. Mm-hmm. I felt free. Mhm. Yeah, and that's the and that's the beauty of it because um the religion, you remember how it used to make you feel like you were there was something that wasn't quite right. You can feel it. People felt it. People feel it now. They're just not admitting it. And mm-hmm. when you come into this knowledge and you see that everything was a lie or is a lie, that should be a big relief off your shoulders. But people tend to stay with their ego and stay knob and live it. But I think the, the is people cannot differentiate their ego from their true self, their real self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they walk around with this, uh, this mindset of, uh, nah, well, my mama taught me that. I've been in this for too long. I'm not giving up on it now. Um, but you just got to be humble and say, okay, I've mm-hmm. been, I, I learned the wrong way. 30 years has passed or whatever, and I'm trying to figure out a new path to this thing. Okay, well, let me see what this is. Let me see. Let me just, let me just question a little bit. And let me. Let me hear something and see if it makes sense or if there's any truth to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know what? This is mm-hmm. beyond you. It goes beyond you. You know, when you live your life in truth, you affect your children. Oh, yeah. You affect your family mm-hmm. because you are God. Mm-hmm. So if they have situations that they are in, you can just 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 the fact of you thinking them out of that situation and seeing them in a better situation 
often, it will put them in a better situation. Not often. Mm-hmm. It will put them in a better situation. Mm-hmm. It is because all minds are co- are connected. We all are interconnected. We are mm-hmm. we are one. We are one. The spirit is everywhere. It infuses everything. It's omnipresent. Mm-hmm. And it infuses everything. And when you know this and you believe this, so if we are all one, then the, then guess what? That mind is in that is in your relative that's sick. That spirit mm-hmm. is in that relative you that you, that that's sick. Now yep. the difference between you and them is that you have acknowledged the fact that you are God, and you are yep. able to manipulate that energy. They not because yep. they think that that energy is outside of them, but you mm-hmm. still can help that person. Oh, I know that to be true. I know that to be true for the simple fact that I can look at my brothers who are, one of my brothers is a, is a Jesus freak. I'm t- he love him. He loved the Lord. Okay. And he loved the Lord because his mama loved the Lord. And his mama has conditioned him so dramatically or so drastically to where I really don't know if my brother has the potential to let it go, that brother. My big brother, on the other hand, because I'm so in tune with my own spirit, I can look at him and see why he makes the decisions that he makes. And it's just, I mean, it's kind of just like the sad part is is that I could tell him straight up, look, you're doing this because of this happened in the past, this, 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 and this, and this is what you got to do to heal. The sad part is he ain't hearing me. And that's, again, because his mind is not expansive or broad enough or open enough to even be able to grasp these simple concepts, but you are right. Our minds are still. Okay. Can you ask Yeah. But do you know what the crazy. Mm-hmm. The, the crazy part about it and stuff is there was a doctor. is documented in Hawaii. He took over this mental hospital. By the time he finished, all the patients were discharged. Mm-hmm. They said, how did you do that? And he said, you know, how were you able to discharge these people that were mentally ill to be hospitalized? And now they're functioning. Mm-hmm. The man said he did it internally. Mm-hmm. He said he would go with each patient, and he would tell them he loved him, he forgave him, and he would he he did some kind of mantra he would do with each patient. And each patient was healed. That is the Jesus that you read about that touch a person and they're healed. Yeah. You see? That really that really can happen. You know, we call them traitors in in South Louisiana. You go to a traitor, they go and they touch you, do live. They don't accept money. They don't believe in accept money. But they'll go and they'll put a little this, a little that, and you'll have a, a a broken ankle and walk out and walk out of there and the swelling all gone and you can walk on that leg. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it does exist in where in ways that you can definitely affect someone else that is sick. That this is just is is not just you. It's beyond you, and what's not. And when you're doing it, you're doing the work and stuff. You're doing it for your loved ones too. Right. You know. Right. right. And that work is needed. 
and uh, it's it's a personal journey within. So you have to do stuff to fight the ego, beat that ego up, tear that ego apart, uh, work on your emotions. Them emotions are holding a lot of people back, and you want to work on that 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 emotional uh, energy that's holding your soul down. So that's why this this chakra, these chakras are so real and so needed. Um, Just so you can raise that light to your third eye and voila, you just enlighten it. And and you'll feel it too. You'll know, oh, okay, this is how I'm supposed to feel. I'm in control. I can do, I can uh, manifest at at the drop of a a drop of a dime, I can I can uh my my throat chakra is open to where I can communicate beautifully. My heart is full of love. Uh I'm not I'm I'm confident in within myself in my uh uh sacral chakra. You know, so all the different aspects I have a home to go to, to go home to, and I feel uh, complete as I go home to it, dealing with my roots. These are feelings that people can't understand that it's not nothing physical that you can um, accomplish. You have to work on them feelings to become the guy within. It's not just that. Just think. Well, go ahead. I'm, saying, I'm sorry. Cut you off. Go ahead. No, just, I was saying, just to become your ultimate higher self, which is the true God, the Titan, the chaos being that you are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. And not that's, just that. If you, if, you, if you really, really think about it, mm-hmm. and I had to do this, and I, I suggest everybody do it because, in the beginning of the book, he said to always question why. Mm-hmm. And you need to sit down with a notebook. And yeah. any place in your life where you have, where if you have, um, it, you don't see any harmony, mm-hmm. or just something that you just really don't like about yourself, or mm-hmm. something that's preventing you from becoming the real, you know the. You know what you want to what you want to become. Mm-hmm. The best suggestion to do is sitting sit down and and ask yourself why do you believe this? Mm-hmm. What happened to you to believe that? And I'm gonna be honest with you. You can go back to a certain day. Sometimes you can go to a certain time where somebody told you something. Yeah. When you sit down and you meditate on that, and you are, so in some of your belief systems. You can, you as an adult, you can say, man, that stuff ain't even real. Why am I even sitting over here messing up my life behind something somebody told me 20 years ago? <laughs> That's why it has to be an internal job. It has to be an inside job. It could be just something. I can remember my mama telling me one day, you know what? I have bad teeth. Mm-hmm. And I just automatically thought, well, I have bad teeth too. <laughs> and I stayed at the dentist's office, you know, right? just right. because I, I accepted that belief from her. 
Yes. That don't that is because first of all, the I, the I within is perfect. The God God in you is perfect. So you don't have no flaws. So that was the belief system that I took on. That was that was an imperfect belief system that I carried with me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just simple things like that. You know, it's stuff people didn't told you. Just an innocent conversation like that. You know that you really have to just really reevaluate and say, well, why do I believe this? And then when you look back, you said that is nonsense. Right. Exactly. For me to have this belief system. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. And um, I that's a good point, Kendra, because I can actually look back into my life and I can pinpoint a day when my mom. Uh, when my mom and I was probably like four or five, I can actually pinpoint the conversation she was having with somebody else. And then that type of energy she put upon me made me become what she told me I was. Like she said, she told this, she was talking to the other lady and she just said out of nowhere, Oh, but he, he's just a little shy. That's all it is. He ain't nothing wrong. And then from that moment on, I became uh, that energy, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm invoking a shy energy from five to God knows how long, and that wasn't me because Mm -hmm. it's a a thought pattern. It's a thought form. You know, uh, it's something within you that you can control that you have a handle on but you have to understand how to how to push that veil these characteristics are not um you you can mm-hmm. do what characteristics you want to do you can be whoever the fuck you want to be mm-hmm. but it's all about you pushing the veil with this knowledge and not being afraid of it not thinking because somebody told you you were tall that, okay, you're supposed to play basketball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you, what What do you believe in? Mm-hmm. What, what makes you, what makes you move? Do mm-hmm. you want to be a, a basketball player? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to be something that, you created in your mind that you wanted to be. Just because they say, oh, you should play basketball. You play basketball, you play that. So now you have to play basketball, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No. Be, yeah. be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. And it's the mind that has to be convinced that you believe it. And, and, you know, um, like you said, you had just, you said that about your mom doing it. And Sorry, what they that, said, was, uh, that was, that was, you know, you know, not to, to, to validate this book, I'm going to talk, talk about, you know, I want to say about another book. Um, Miguel read The Four Agreements. That's what your mm-hmm. whole life is about, agreements that you have made. Yeah. And you... Bring those, because you have made those agreements, because you made the the agreement, 
you know, those that agreement to be a shy person. That's what, you know, that's the agreement that you made. He breaks mm-hmm. it down, I mean, in his book and stuff. That book to me was one of the books that definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And name it, that book it's very again. true. Name, name that book again so our listeners. It's, it's, a, it's a four agreements. There are four agreements that you make in your life to have a good life. One is, the number one is be impeccable with your words because because words carry vibration, okay, which is the truth. Never make assumptions because you don't know the whole story. The third one is, um, the third one is don't take it personal. What a person tells you has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is always do your best. Because when you've done your best, you can't do no more than that. Mm. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that, let me tell you something, that was, that liberating, that was liberating for me, not taking it personal, not worrying about, if you tell me I'm ugly or I'm black or I'm fat or whatever it may be, that has nothing to do with me. That is, it has everything to do with you. Exactly. It, it has something to do with me if I take it upon myself and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. You see, that's how we become the person that we are is based on the agreement. We agreed to be in this religion. Mm-hmm. We accepted everything. We agreed the doctrines. We agreed mm-hmm. that. But guess what? Right now we're changing our agreements yep. because it no longer suits us. And that's what we have to do and stuff. We have to not only, like, you you, you know, your site and stuff says it best, you know, fuck war, woke, do work. Yeah. You got to do work. You could be conscious of saying, okay, well, I know they got to, I know, I know Jesus is not real and some of these religions is wrong. But if you're not sitting over there looking and searching in, inwardly, you will never be magical. Yeah. You will never be able to. To, to do, you know, to, to, to have the life that you were meant to have, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that to me, like I said, you know, that particular book and stuff in, in, in everything, just like this book and stuff, it's just, it's just different books fortify that information. And it, it imprints that on your subconscious mind. You need that. You need to have a different source that tell you the same thing and a different, you know, on a different angle. You know what I'm saying? Because you have been conditioned for 20, 30 years to think that the good Lord is outside of you, mm-hmm. that you got to sit over here and listen to what the pastor see, even though he got cheering outside with his wife and what's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Outside his wife, and he, he, he messing, you know, with the deaconess and everything else. And mm-hmm. you been, have been conditioned to stay in that kind of situation, in that cesspool. Mm-hmm. It is a cesspool, and you yeah. cannot live your life to the fullest. Yeah. That's a tragic story. It is. That horrible. is very tragic. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, this is my last point I want to say. I can't think of, oh, it was Robert, I think it was Robert Collier who wrote The Secret of uh, the Secret of Ages, I think. Not The Secret of Ages, man. I, I forgot to use The Secret. Oh, man. I think it was The Secret Book of Ages. I'm not sure if, if that's particular one. Robert Collier, his book is amazing. It's an old, old book. Mm-hmm. But he said it best. He said a man that lives without purpose 
that lived 70 years without purpose. A, a stillborn baby has lived a better life than you. Mm-hmm. To live yeah. your entire life and don't know what your purpose is, or to live your life and not even even question what was given to you, you ain't living in purpose. Mm-hmm. They got a they got a few people that living in purpose. But if you don't live your life with purpose and what's not, a stillborn baby who has not has not even taken a breath of life has lived a life better than you because that baby had a purpose to that mother and father. Right. That's cold. Mhm. Yeah, and and that's and that's one of those things where you know the the mind is all the universe is mental. Um, that whole idea when if you don't get inside of that, if you don't understand the in depths of your mind, like like he was saying in the book, uh, um, facts are created by our minds. Mm-hmm. What the mind can't conceive, it can't achieve. Mm-hmm. So these people are not grasping the idea of you know there's one there's an aspect of ourselves that says we understand what you're saying we get it blah 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 Mm -hmm. but then there's another aspect of the work Mm -hmm. so what I tend to see a majority of the time is people uh, talking a good game but not really diving into their internal work, not really um, being able to establish their their energy forces that they need to. This work is necessary. This work is necessary for, for your growth and for your uh, happiness within mm-hmm. yourself. Man, like I, I wrote on that post today, man. I'm when I when I write these posts, I'm I feel a joy, uh, uh, understanding. But then when I look at other people's posts, I see um, a disconnect from the idea of of what this truly is. They still mm-hmm. kind of falling into the matrix. They're still mm-hmm. uh, uh, have a, a a belief in this system, a belief in this world. When you have to know, right, that this is an illusion, right, and in this illusion, you create through your thought processes and you're having a illusionary human experience mm-hmm. if people can feel that. Okay? Because they feel like they can feel <laughs> the ground, they can touch the they can touch the walls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Touch the floor, they see the grass, they can see, they can hear. But that doesn't mean it's uh, a real thing. You are asleep. Mm-hmm. This thing is not gonna 
stay on. Like when we transitioned, the joy and uh, relief feeling of, mm-hmm. whew, I can't believe I went through that. But see, that's that's where the other fear thing is. You, we have to get we have to get to the bottom of this. Right, mm-hmm. this thing is about us being immortal. Mm-hmm. So, in us being immortal, we have to understand that you don't die. Mm-hmm. You are going. You live on, and you, you're a, a, a ball of energy. You're a star in the sky, right? But you have to really uh, grasp that concept that we actually transmuted ourselves down here into a physical body to to experience, uh, especially at especially in this day of time, to experience uh, uh, a lack of of not understanding. So it's it's a great thing, man, and 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 it's such a great thing. Um, just having this experience because once you have this experience, and I was telling my babe uh, last night, I was telling her I was asleep, but you know how you half asleep, right? Um, kind of asleep, but you're not. So that's when the that's when the spirit is about to hit you. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that feeling. I hope everybody know that feeling. If not, you oh, ain't yeah. Here. But um, it's basically that feeling where your ancestors or somebody's about to come and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people try to fight that feeling off or neglect that feeling. I had that feeling yesterday. I'm in the bed with my babe and. And the ancestors just pulling my hand, some lady, and it just pulls my hand to her stomach. And then she's saying some words that I can't really make out. And mm-hmm. and and I lose it, right? But that's just one in a million experiences that I can just even name. You know what I mean? This is just last night. But that feeling of uh, that energy, and you know, I'm pre- I know what it was because after I went to sleep, I had the dreams and the symbols showed me exactly what uh, what was going on. You see, what I'm saying, but once you tap into that spiritual side into that spirit world. You're gonna get all types of messages, and then you'll understand. Ah, oh, this, this is some, this is some bullshit I'm doing down here on this physical mm-hmm. world. You see? Yeah, that's why he put. See, I mean, well, that's why the the word or the scripture, seek and you shall find. Knocking the door, mm-hmm. asking it should be given to you. I mean, that stuff. That's no joke. That's the power that we have. Uh, us ourselves being the God or the goddess. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because 
we understand that all the answers are already within us. And if we actually look for those answers, they'll come. We'll see them. And another reason why I can't, another awesome, um, because there are some good teachable things that we get from the Bible. And I always think about whenever I think about my goddesshood uh, and why I am in the place that I am in now is that be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. We transform from human form to God form by renewing our mind. Mm-hmm. We transform from human form to God form by changing our thought processes, by accepting responsibility for for our experiences, accepting responsibility for all that we have and all that we don't have. You know what I'm saying? Understanding mm-hmm. that we have the ability to create and destroy. You know, mm-hmm. that's such a um, and what you had this said about you, you, I think um, you had said um, about the um, the spiritual plane, and in the book it was talk it was talking about in order, um, um, in order to contact this spiritual plane, human denies themselves, sacrifice, presuming that they they can raise above the physical, where the gods live. Human king um, king over exaggeration of exaggerated and separated mm-hmm. and it says that there is that all levels of life are connected and all are mm-hmm. reachable mm-hmm. you don't yeah. have to sit up here and believe that you know only certain people could reach that spiritual pain plane right, it is reachable right, for right. everyone and you know what and that's I'm glad that you said that because uh, I think people I mean, we love Bobby Henry, we love Brother Panic, and we understand that, first of all, they are all a part of us, Brother Panic and mm-hmm. Bobby, Khadijah, everybody in the spiritual uh, who are serious about their consciousness. We're all one, we're all connected, and that, uh, like they always say, we're all students. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all students in this game. And and we're all teachers at the same time. Mhm. Yeah. So, and, and I, you know, people. I think people now in the conscious community, from what I'm seeing, is that everybody's looking for somebody else to teach them something. You yeah. know what I'm like, I'm listening to Bobby, of course, because I know he has a lot of light. He has a lot of information. He's funny. He makes me laugh. But I, every single thing that Bobby says applies directly to my life, my spirituality, and my God, my goddessness. You understand what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times in, in our conscious community, people are just seeking for other people to teach them and guide them on how to be who and what they divinely are. But that's how we were taught, you know what I'm saying, yeah. from that the time of right. our conception. Yes. yes, you are right. You are right. And about so we that. have that to, it's, we, it's a whole other way of re-teaching mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. Why would you have to go to someone else when yeah. you already know all the answers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That You are right. That is definitely how we have been, uh, yeah. that is definitely have been conditioned. And just the funny thing is, is that you really don't learn from other people. You just listen to what they say, and then you have an experience and this this epiphany, or you get this spiritual insight, and then you look back on that information and say, "Oh, now I understand what Bobby was saying." Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I love this book club because just as a simple fact that you are accountable for your work because now, you know, um, I think since it's hard to do the work, it's not hard, it's just people are just kind of lazy and, you know, they don't, or it's not, not say even lazy. Uh, people don't have the time. What about that? Well, they think they don't sense. have the time. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, so I can't even say that. So, uh, let's just bring it back to lazy. <laughs> people are lazy to figure out where they go when they transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's say people are. Uh, lazy to figure out when they die but if I say die they're going to trip out and be like whoa I'm not ready to die but it's inevitable mm-hmm. so you have yeah. to fall in love I'm, I can't make that see it's all cute and stuff when people say oh fall in love with death yeah yeah dark side dark side alright well let's see where you at let's get there yeah what 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 can stop you, right? Now we don't want to uh, transition before our time, right? So people have to understand it's the knowing what what's mm-hmm. it's the uh, okay what's on the other side that should enthrall you that should mm-hmm. bring you like man let me just let me just figure mm-hmm. out how, how this whole mm-hmm. thing works, right? Let me let me uh let me let me take a a dive into this realm and and see if I can and see where I'll be for a, an eternity. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, Matrix is so hard to uh break down for some people. It's almost scary because we are gods, but we letting the blind lead the blind because this European they don't have nothing on us. No. They blind too. So they yeah. it's basically like a uh a, a circle of nonsense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everybody's just trying to follow the next man and whoever sounds politically correct, okay, let's go with that. But mm-hmm. we're not Politically correct. This is the chaos realm, man. Let's get on our chaotic mission and mm-hmm. and make this thing work. You know what I like? Up, he had, he had said about the donkey and the carrot. And I mm-hmm. let me look that up because I I don't remember no donkey. And I'm like, oh my god, the donkey with the carrot. Like you know, the donkey is looking for that. It desires the carrot and is trying to get to the carrot, and it's just further leading the donkey to where mm-hmm. they, they want, to like they, yeah, they need to go. That is the manipulation of religion. Uh huh. That is the, the 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 whole thing of you know you know they they pull on your strings 
and you know, uh, and to to bring you to just kind of like bring you along or whatever. That's kind of like what I had gotten from that, you know. And uh, you know what else I had gotten is crazy. You said about you know the white man and what's not. What I think about when I think about the white man, I think about you know how the elephant you keep the elephant tied up for so long, and before you know it, you could tie that elephant to to like a piece of a flimsy tree. It started mm-hmm. off as a baby, and you put a chain on it. And then mm-hmm. you could tie that elephant to a flimsy tree, and that elephant will not move beyond that perimeter. Mm-hmm. And that's how we have been conditioned. We are the gods. We are the old gods. We've been here for eons, mm-hmm. you know, and we have been conditioned like that elephant. Yep. We don't even know our power, what we have, and we keep in this little small parameter and not moving around or whatever. And you know that's that's the condition we had, we 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 you know gotten, you know that to that elephant, and what's not based on his conditions. That that is his truth. His truth is that he is nothing. And that he can't go beyond this parameter, and that little flimsy rope is, you know, is 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 gonna keep it down. It doesn't mm-hmm. see beyond that, you know. Mm-hmm. So we have to get into the condition that God condition to know mm-hmm. that that we are perfect. You know, we oh I'm imperfect. You know, you know how many times we didn't say that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just you know what, nobody's perfect. You know, and to the point where it's just, you know, it it rolls off your tongue, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when you're in that prophetic state, when you know who you are, and you that's when you become that Christ-like energy. That's when you have that mm-hmm. Christ-like energy that flows through you. Yep, you can't mess up. Yep, you, you just know he you can't mess up. Because there, there's nothing that... Uh, that um that you did that was wrong that that uh that's uh what's the word um basically like a lie mm-hmm. so you are it that's it period don't that's it. you can't worry about nothing else it's not it's nothing <laughs> gonna uh take you to this godhood is you. You gotta you gotta know and you gotta believe and you gotta <laughs> understand that if you don't start working on yourself, okay, well we it's just not your time. But we but can, I'm gonna be real with you. But I'm gonna be real with you. It's gonna let me tell you something. The spirit gonna tug on you. You can't let me tell you something, you can't run away from that. You can't run away from yourself. I tell you what, you do, do something. You sitting down, you doing something foolish, mm-hmm. full of foolishness. The spirit tugs on you to say, uh-uh, now you know we got work to do. Mm-hmm. You can't even run away from it. You can't do yeah. it. If you are truly connected spiritually, you know, with, you, with that spiritual side of you, that, that the, the real eye, the perfect eye. If you are trying your best to connect with that with that part of you, it ain't gonna let you rest 
until right. you get connected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people that's not doing the work, guess what? Mm-hmm. They they they're not connected. Yeah, yeah, and they and and the problem is too is that uh, people think uh, like you can halfway do this shit. Nah, mm-hmm. get it. Right, go go for what you know. It's mm-hmm. it's. You got to fall in love with uh, seeing these spiritual signs. You got to fall in love with dreams. You got to fall in love with You have to fall in love with uh, meditation. You can't halfway do this shit. It's not no, uh, this ain't no uh, uh, social club or no church where you want to go once a week or whatever. Nah, this is a full-time thing where you're always on, you're always on magical journey or magical process to where you're you're um you're you're getting to your higher self or your higher self is in tune with you to where now that spiritual uh these spiritual signs or or this this uh this energy is always abundantly flowing mm-hmm. and and you 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 uh you're just trying to figure out the next path for you to take on this spiritual journey or you're just waiting around like me, Khadija, Panic, Bobby, like just kinda mm-hmm. waiting around, ready to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you. laughs> That's funny, boy. I swear. <laughs> it's so funny when you say you say it. I'm sorry, but I know where you're coming from. I understand what you come. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. When I first heard Bobby say that, I was like, "This dude is crazy." <laughs> you know, because it's it's different from what we've we taught. You know, we are taught um, by um, you know, I mean. We are taught by Europeans, you know, in the West Western world, and they are scared of death. Oh, that yeah, is in their is. culture. They are scared of death. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. you, you know, just based on you look at the religious practice that comes from the West. I mean, it doesn't advocate. You know, you know, you know, it's totally different from where you know the 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 um, the, um Camites, You know, where yeah. they you know, that they wasn't afraid of dying. You know, it wasn't That's, nothing fearful the, for dying. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing was about death. Everything yeah. was about. Death. Mm-hmm. So the idea of of trans—I like to say transitioning because death means death to some people means forever and gone mm-hmm. or like disappearing. But we don't disappear. It's just we're in. Uh, this illusion and we're going to go into a higher state of consciousness to mm-hmm. where we can now that's why I always have to say this you're not going to go if you're still uh worried about this shit you're not going to mm-hmm. go you come back to into this uh into this realm of uh reinc- reincarceration so mm-hmm. you must you must get over this earthly shit and have fun with it while you're here. I'm not saying mm-hmm. don't like, oh, woe is me and be sad. Should I get up and have fun all the time? I get up, mm-hmm. laugh, 
play around. You can act like, man, say, I'm, I'm just all jokes and smiles and everything mm-hmm. because I, I can feel the feeling of, uh, of, uh, not taking myself serious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not taking this whole thing serious or not, mm-hmm. not feeling, um, hurt if mm-hmm. nobody doesn't understand me, right? Mm-hmm. So in that aspect and in that in that light, you just have to know that you are you are this whole universe times a million. There's mm-hmm. nothing going to stop you. It's it's, it's just it's just our body and our mind. That's it. Our body mm-hmm. stuck here, but we have to know when we transition, we are it. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't even explain it because. You just have to be going back and forth into the spiritual world and and you know, you can't really that's why I said people if they don't study, if they don't learn, I I mean, I can't be mad at them. I don't mm. I don't get mad no more with, with people. I just, you know, let them live on. But when if somebody's really trying to accomplish this thing you have to long for the work. You have to love the work. You have to get up excited to see, oh, hey, look, i just seen this spiritual sign over here. Or, man, I had this crazy dream. Let me tell you about this dream. You can ask my, man, I'm telling my babe, she tell, I tell her dreams that I had. We probably talk about that dream all day. She'll tell me a dream she had, and we try to decode the dream and then go back to sleep and fall asleep and have fun with it again, right? Mm-hmm. So it's about the mental fortitude of this race that you know you're going to have, you're having fun with the mm-hmm. spiritual work. You cannot, you, it's, it's not no, uh, oh, I got to do this. No, you're not in it. You gotta, um, like I see, like my homeboy, he was telling me, damn, man, I gotta go meditate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go ahead. (laughs) You see, you, nah, you you haven't figured it out yet. It's something Mm -hmm. where you you want to quiet the mind, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you can be greater when you come out. Mm-hmm. But don't think of it as work. It's not a work. It's not. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Y'all people are going to get this knowledge. I don't know what's wrong. That's with this good. I think that's good. The way you say that, you know, you can't look at, like, meditation or whatever as work and stuff. It almost has to be like um something that's a daily part of life. Passionate about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. When I sit, when I like, you know, if I'm sitting down, I ain't, I'm not doing nothing, uh, you know, just 
whatever it may be. I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I get agitated, like when people call me on the phone because I can't read or, you know, I can't, you know, dig deep into this. It, You know, like something is really wrong with me to the point, you know, where I don't even want to hold a conversation, you know what I mean, because you're preventing me from doing what I need to do, Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, that's the kind of passion you gotta have. Yeah, and that's and that's a beautiful thing too because you can quell in this mundane, you can have fun with it, but you, you, but I think a lot of people don't have fun with the uh, with going inside themselves because they're mm-hmm. I think they're either afraid of themselves or blah blah blah. Like I was just telling my baby the other day, I'm like, man, I'm. I'm feeling like I need to do another 40-day fast somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. like, you're crazy, but that that uh, type of process where I'm taking, where I'm uh, killing the, uh, uh, I guess you would call, um, what is that, like, uh, the feeling or sensation of food or any mm-hmm. any t- pleasurable or you know because food is emotional so for mm-hmm. me eating and I and I and I go through a, a like say if I go through a water fast and I'm able to uh, really hear the spiritual signs and or or really pick up on on the spiritual world, then that's a that's a great thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can teleport in and out of this thing, mm-hmm. and and developing and balancing them chakras is the key to this thing because you want that energy to flow up and down so you can get that energy to hit that pineal gland, and then you can be illuminated to where you can start receiving messages or or start seeing the spiritual signs come right face-to-face with you. Mm-hmm. Your higher self is not going to let you down, so you have mm-hmm. to dive into this thing and, and enjoy the process of, mm-hmm. of that growth, that um, that growth in, in the thing is okay. See, I've been doing it for a while, so at first it's gonna be hard, right? You know, at first it's it's a it's a process where you have to beat yourself up. But then after that you start realizing, oh, this shit ain't shit. I can I can really uh manipulate my future and and create the reality I wanna create. Mm-hmm. It's about me not falling in love with this thing, this humanity thing, and me taking myself to a higher Mm -hmm. uh, understanding of what this is because, you know, you can still fall in love with the matrix and think you have to manifest. No, you don't have to manifest a motherfucker thing. Look, you just want to you want to see a spiritual sign. You want to see something, you were thinking about something, and then something else happens, right? 
that's that's the beauty of it. That's why it's important for people to have spiritual journals, jotting down your uh, spiritual experiences, mm-hmm. and, that's and really and really flying into that. Mm-hmm. Man, man, I, I want to get these other people on, but something wrong with my computer, and I don't know what is going on with it. But yeah. That's that's what it is. That's, oh, that's so, um, did you did you do the um the white candle? I didn't get a chance to do it. Uh, um, with like the um the um ritual exercise, the pentagram um in um ritual exercise with the white candle and the dogs. I didn't do any of them exercise, and you know what the thing about Phil Cooper is. He's coming from uh, because now I know he's white after I read <laughs> chapter four. Yeah, I know he's white too. After I was reading about those Greek um, gods, I was like, uh, "Yeah, he's a white boy." <laughs> but you know, that's, it's all good. But I mean, hey, you know, I mean, I'm not killing the message. I'm just saying. I mean, I, we didn't. We both were questioning his ethnicity, but I definitely mm-hmm. could see that he's a white boy. But um, I remember Bobby said this a long time ago. He said, though, he was in a magical bookstore or whatever, and he said there was two seven-year-old girls in there. They were both white, and they were just diving into all the information, like, like quickly. They were trying to get everything. They were trying to get their hands on everything. And he was was thinking to himself, wow, these girls are seven-year-olds, and they know about chakras and stuff like that. And he said, white people have a different mentality on this thing. They just go for it like uh, almost with a passion of uh, trying to get there. But they need to do that, right? Mm-hmm. They have to do it for sure. But us, mm-hmm. we're just being completely lazy or or just completely delusional where yeah. we don't to do so you know it's, it's so many different aspects of it but um My yeah. thing is, i think it has to it also you know just to just to add on what you're saying i think our problem is is and stuff is that we've been through so much I mean, really, we've <laughs> been through so much as a people. Even you know, just you know, the last four hundred years and stuff. It has not been. Uh, it has, you know, I mean, literally, you had to pull yourself up from your bootstraps. Which I don't get me wrong. I think that when I look at you know my ancestors and stuff, I looked at 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 them from from a victor, not a victim you know, and stuff because they were able to do some wonderful things. But when you add in religion and you told you are told that this wonderful man is gonna come and save you and you have had no other you know what I mean, you, your own religious concept your concept of religion or what you had before of ancestral reverence and, you know, has been taken away and that is all that you know and stuff you you tend to hold on to that piece of hope, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is our people's problem and stuff is, you know, is that, you know, and then you get in the church and, and what's not, and it becomes so, 
um, full of the spirit, you should say. I mean, actually getting the Holy Ghost that, that you know, is seven, that comes from, you know, um, voodoo culture and what's not because real Christians didn't do that. But you you know you know you get so engulfed into that and stuff, and you get engulfed with the feeling it makes you feel good, you know mm-hmm. Jesus make you feel good, and then you can you you able that piece of hope will help will help them to continue on with the oppression, you know because they did in the back of their mind they knew Jesus was their hope, you know, mm-hmm. so our people, but of course you know. We, when they decided to let that internet come through, they didn't know they they took a hell of a chance. But right. of course, the Western world uh, is very greedy. So, you know, the internet could take you from little New Iberia, Louisiana, to Beijing. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but they let that 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 age of information was left open, and people became start becoming more knowledgeable. You can't just hide the truth no more. So I think that that's in a way, you know, um, has opened up a lot of information for our people and stuff. Otherwise, we'd be still stuck, you know, singing way in the water. <laughs> Well, it's the truth, you know. All the uh, Negro hymns was, all those Negro hymns was me. Majority of them was done in the fields. That's the same. Mm-hmm. Them things are really, oh, my God. Them things are really depressing when you hear them. God dang. Them Negro hymns was made in the fields. You was getting your ass whooped. That son was, you know what I'm saying? Imagine what our people went through. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, you know. I was talking to my my best friend today. I said, could you imagine meeting the man, meeting your soulmate, and he gets sold off, bad oh, yeah. his child, and they get taken away, and you gotta sit over here and feed this white woman, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. you. That's the only thing that we had to hope on was Jesus, because we knew the white man wasn't gonna give it. To, the white man was not gonna give it to us. Mm-hmm. So Jesus became the, I mean, he was, you know, you would sit over there and, you know, give up everything for Jesus because it was just so ingrained in us, you know, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where, you know, we sitting over here, they're killing our children in the street. we like, we forgive them. When has the white man ever forgive anyone? Well, I swear it's. And that's the sad part. Never. If 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 you come upon this information, and my homeboy was like called me the other day and he said he said, uh, damn, I didn't know you was doing all of that now. What the hell? When you started doing that? I told mm-hmm. him. I said, dude, I came upon the information and that's what it is. Hell no, hell no, you crazy, what's wrong with it? I just asked him, I just said, okay, uh, so you you believe in that figure, right? Said, yeah, he said, I said, all right, well, what color was it? <laughs> and he said, bite. 
And I was like, okay. I just wow. love him. And he's black. He's a black dude. You know what I mean? And I what just said, I said, oh, okay. Well, yeah. And it was just mind-boggling to me that for somebody to even, let's say there was a historical figure, right? Mm-hmm. But just you to think that the person would be white, that mm-hmm. means you are definitely inferior forever. Forever. Forever, ever. He's <laughs> not in the history of you. No, and I would, get a, I would think everybody would know the first person on earth was black. No, let me tell you something. I worked, I worked, I worked with a whole bunch of white ladies, and anytime we get in a conversation about anything regarding people of color, every time I leave work, they cry. I'm serious because mm. I have made it a point that I don't tiptoe around them. I make sure that they tiptoe around me mm. so they don't oh. talk about foolishness with me. Mm-hmm. The fact that you sit over here and 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 believe in such a... I told him, I told one white girl I work with, I said, I'm going to be honest with you, I understand you. Mm-hmm. I would feel the same way you felt too mm-hmm. if everything was black. I mean, you think about it, if everything was white. I said, if, think about it. I said, oh. y'all, always the hero. Jesus is white. God is white. The angels is white. The heroes is white. You know, all the historical people are white. I under, I get it. I understand it. And, you know, you you taught alternative truths. I said, but you know what? That stuff ain't right, and it ain't real. You know, and our people have to get out the mindset. I talk, go to the barbershop. I talk talk to, you know, you know, guys in the barbershop, and they're like, yeah, I'm a child of God, and this, that, and nothing. God is on my side. And then they'd be like, well, you know what? I mean, we got to be careful with that white man. What? You just said you was a child of God, and God was on your side, but you are afraid of a man. Mm-hmm. We have been brainwashed. Brainwashed. We have been brain, and, you know, to the point where, you know, you, you know, living in the South, I know living in the South where it's predominantly, you know, you know, white and stuff, you know, you, it's certain things that you would do because you didn't want to piss white folks off. Man, I can, I don't give a flying, you know what, because if you are, if, if, if truth offends you, something is wrong with you. Yeah. And, and and that just shows the, the extent of the brainwash when they sit over there. And I think that was what Jet Magazine put out a picture of Jesus as being black, and people was ready to shut the magazine down. Oh yeah, was that that, that <laughs> was that uh, this year? I think was that this year. No, I don't remember. This was I think this is nineteen sixties and nineteen seventies when they put out Jesus yeah. as being a black figure. Yeah, I did see that. They were really to shut the magazine down. Our people, not the white people, our people. Yeah, they are. People. Oh, oh, yeah, crazy. they are committed to white supremacy. Our people yeah. are committed to white supremacy to the point where we for, will forgive them for killing our children. But that's like that Good Times episode too. Remember that? That was crazy. Yeah. Too, 
the people that are supposed to get it will get it. And if they don't, let them kick rocks. But at the end of the day, as long as we know within ourselves that we are God and Mm -hmm. God is within us and we are in control of our reality, whatever Mm -hmm. we see around us, that's what we manifested, then that's what that is. And that's that's like with with my family and stuff, like, you know, I I have never like I only have my one of my my father who's living and stuff, and I have my sisters who just die hard Christians and what's not. And my sister came into my, into my bedroom. I have a huge bedroom, and I have those statues I had gotten from you. Mm-hmm. She likes to pass on. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, I mean, she's like, what are you doing with that demonic stuff in your house? You're going to have demons in here. And, you know, part of me wanted to bust out laughing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you know, I, you, you, when you're dealing with family and stuff, and, you know, Bobby said, they're going to be the worst people for you to handle with, you know, to deal with. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody is going to understand your past, but it's your past. Mm-hmm. It's sure. your past, and no matter what, if you're on the correct path that 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 this spirit is leading you on, you're gonna abandon your family. Oh yeah, you're gonna mm-hmm. abandon your family. Oh yeah, that's that, that's a definite. Yeah, it's it's it, it is sad, and you know you you gonna pray and hope they catch on. Not really, more but, so just abandoning them. It's more so like just uh, letting them be. And then, and then, kind of hoping mm-hmm. that just kind of hoping they understand. But you can't, you can't shelter your uh, views to like mm-hmm. my, my or my uh, our mamas. If we want to take our son to church, we want him to get baptized. Nah, no, 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 no. If he's mad, go to church. But we ain't going with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you see what I'm saying? We can't, we can't, they, if they don't, if, if they can't respect our views, mm-hmm. then that's what they, that's, that's just on them. And and we can still, you know, we can play cards and dominoes and stuff, whatever, come on, let's get it in. But if y'all just uh, want to believe in some, something outside of you and can't respect our viewpoint on how we want this thing to go for us. And hey, mm-hmm. not, there's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with you. I don't get mad when you mm-hmm. tell me you want to church. I just say, okay, cool. Well, why would somebody get mad at me not going to church? You see what I'm saying? So you have a emotional problem within yourself because mm-hmm. My physical body is not coming to church with you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make oh, I, had, I had one of my coworkers cry, and one day she gonna tell me. She said, "You know what? I'm very worried about you." I said, "Why are you worried about me? This path that you're going on, you wasn't mm-hmm. raised like this, a white woman." Mm. And she and I just don't want your soul to be destroyed. And you know something in me just wanted to bust out laughing. Mm-hmm. But I said, don't do that. Kendra, don't do that. 
I said, baby, let me see. I said, let me explain something to you. I said, I am not abandoning my ancestors for nobody. Mm -hmm. I said, now let me explain to you. We can break friendship right now, today, because Mm -hmm. that is not an option. Mm -hmm. I said, that is not happening. I said, mm-hmm. now, I have told you why I I, I chose to leave Christianity alone. Mm-hmm. I have told you, I've broken it down to you, that this God and stuff is allowing all this stuff, all this mass confusion and chaos to happen for what? Mm-hmm. You can't even explain to me. You keep saying it's his will. You know, like the book said, if you can, if it hold, does not hold up to being questioned, then it's not real. Yeah. And that's the problem. I mean, I mean, she was actually two of them. You know, two of them. I work with another one. She, she's sitting over there. Kendra, I, you wasn't raised like that. What your mama would say, bringing my dad, mama. Let me tell you one thing. I said, I hope she, she, I, I know for a fact she on the spiritual plane doing well. Cause I make sure she she taken care of, so I know she ain't got no problem with me. Oh, I yeah. said, but you will sit up here. I said, you sit over here. Your ancestral line, you come from a uh, you Choctaw Indian. Mm-hmm. I said, and you sitting over here, Christ, Christianized. Your ancestors were dancing, making rain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're going to sit over here and, and, and believe that God and the spirit was in every element, the earth, mm-hmm. the wind, the water, the fire, and you oh. sitting over here believing in a fictitious character. That's not even in your blood, girl. Yep. Exactly. But when you are conditioned, like the book said, to believe this, uh-huh. then you take, then you think that's what you do. Leave it, and then you, and then, and then you, uh, and then you suppress your higher self because you you can't even fathom you being the one and only true God. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? You have to know that you're that Christios, that Christ energy, that chaos being. And in knowing that, you have to be completely comfortable with it, and you have to uh, 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 let let that illuminate within your being. So now you are you are understanding that there's nothing. That will, uh, that will, um, how you say? Uh, there's nothing without your in without your control. You are in control of this whole thing. So, if you can't take responsibility for you, mm-hmm. then I, I can't. I can't. Talk to you. <clears throat> I'm a. I'm kind of like I'm. I'm. I, I like to try like. Um, Bring in some information. 
information from uh, the master key that was, that goes along with this book. And mm-hmm. it, it says, but remember that thought is creative. And consequently, mm-hmm. every time you allow your thought to rest on any inharmonious condition, you must realize that such a condition are apparent only. They have no reality. That spirit is the only reality, and it can never be less than perfect. When you get to that point where you have, you have believed in that truth and that truth has set you free, mm-hmm. that even if you get a, 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 a thought that is not in harmony, because a lot of times I know, like I was thinking, what if I get a thought that is a bad thought? You know what I'm saying? and it comes to my mind, will Mm -hmm. that be able to be pushed into the subconscious mind and become my reality? Because we are creating our reality right now, Mm -hmm. you know, based on the thought pattern that we we were given. But Mm -hmm. this, this this is the genius behind it. Once you realize that truth, even if you get a thought that is not in harmony, it is a, it, it becomes apparent only. It doesn't go into your reality. When you become so convinced of that truth, that real truth, that I that I am that I am that's that 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 is within you, that is you. When you become so convinced of that truth, even if you get a thought that's coming into your mind that's mm-hmm. not in harmony, it's not going to present in your reality because you are perfect. Exactly, and that's the beautiful thing about it that 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 God within you're not going to see it be, be, all before you had all this chaos and confusion in your life because you didn't acknowledge that God within mm-hmm. you thought he was outside of you, so yeah. you were putting all these thoughts in your head and everything and and you were bringing these in these conditions that were not in harmony with what you really wanted. But when you know the truth, and that mm-hmm. truth is that you are, ye are God, mm-hmm. and it's not outside of you. Even mm-hmm. if a if, even if a thought comes across your mind, you know, because that's 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 what scared me. What if I get a bad thought? You know, what if, <laughs> you know, if something bad might happen to me or my kids, or you know, uh-huh. no. Once you reach that point. Not even a bad thought will even do that. It just will be a bad thought because yeah, you're perfect and you know you're yeah. perfect. Yeah, what I like to do is just shake it off. Oh, what? why did I think that? That's stupid. Yeah. You know, I say that all the time. I, I say, oh, no, nah, that's not me. No. <laughs> and the, and yeah. it works. That's, and that's all you got. I mean, you don't even got to take it that far, but just to appease your ego and not thinking it's setting in. You just ooh no, that's that's not right. That's that's mm-hmm. just why would I uh uh no, that wasn't me. You know. And uh that's what it is, the guy within the power to control your thoughts and have selective uh thought processes that go within you to create this reality. Yeah, Kendra, it was good, man. That's that's what I'm talking about, just fire. I'm trying and to you know what? Back down, it's like something is jumping off or something. But no, go ahead. Though. What was you 
And you know what? This is the this is the thing about it is that whenever he talked about the magic, and he was saying how some people do magic and they don't get no results. You know, some people you know do you know because the 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 magic is really not in the ritual itself. You yeah. know, it's not yeah. in the ritual itself. You all all the ritual is doing ritual is doing is convincing you of that God that's within you. You are putting your intentions on that, you know, and that's all you're doing and everything. Yeah, that's in magic. The, it's in it's in that whole um, imagination. It's in the mind, which is the imagination process, which is which is the real world because you're. You're be, being able to see and visualize your intention that you lay out in mm-hmm. your mind, and then as you put it into this universe, you can uh, it can come down and uh, manifest here. Mm-hmm. So that's the magic uh, behind it. But with the rituals, like Bobby, he Bobby stopped doing rituals for a long, long time. He he was mm-hmm. he, he did rituals for a while because he. He uh, conquered the goal, which is uh, bringing down a reality for him or uh, bringing down something for him to um, to to make manifest. So that, that was always a beautiful thing with Bobby. He stopped doing them for a while. Like, he'll still have them on hand, but he, he would more so be doing rituals about that between like you said Bobby he stopped doing the rituals and what's not think about this <laughs> whenever you're starting to learn how to ride a bicycle you got your training wheels on to keep you afloat 
But once you learn how to ride that bicycle, you can throw, throw that away. You know what I'm saying? Because you become more sufficient on your own. That's what I think about when you say, like, at one point in time, he was using the ritual. He didn't need them no more. You know? Yeah. Because he, that, the rituals were just a crutch, a way to convince your subconscious mind. He didn't need that no more. He just could go to straight visualization and just make it happen, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's that's awesome, you know, to be at that point. Yeah, yeah. And uh pretty sure panics at that, that uh, age of thing. The rituals are, yeah, and it's definitely a great, like, when I do rituals, the, I don't want to trick my mind with this thing, so <laughs> I probably need to let it go. But you're right, because, you know, this herb, these herbs of, uh, you know, good fortune or health or whatever, right, if it's, you know, just like in the magical uh, herb book, I believe that herb has that intention upon it, mm-hmm. and I use it in a ritual. Then mm-hmm. I should know that intention, and in, in my visualization and imagination should come upon right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Where my belief factor is at at this point now, but the point, the whole idea is to get to where whatever your thought is, mm-hmm. it happens and. And you just believe that to happen mm-hmm. instead of trying to use some kind of physical, uh, you know, tool like like you said, a crutch. Which mm-hmm. uh, crutch is so hard to, but you know, yeah, kind of like a crutch or something to manipulate this reality, just to know that you you did because all of this, all of that ritual is to appease your ego to say, oh, okay, you did do something to bring on a result. Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily needed if your conscious mind is all-knowing and all-understanding of Mm -hmm. going to to, uh, this process of uh, visualization can come out with, and and my results should come upon. So mm-hmm. yeah, you, man, I don't know what in the world this computer got going on, but I think we can wrap it up. Kendra, it was beautiful. If they yeah. any insight on uh, chapter four? Um, I think everything that you guys have said. It's just a true testament to the God being within and us and our being um, is that temple of God where God dwells. Um, I also like, I didn't I, I didn't get to do the uh, Pentagon white candle ritual yet either, but uh, every day, every day uh, I'm surrounding myself for sure with that, with that uh, magical circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to protect um, from these energy fires out here and from any, uh, you know, people, situations, or circumstances that may try to, um, you know, un- unconsciously or unintentionally take me off of my square, take me out of my 
um, my throne and my goddessness. So I think that magical circle is something that, I mean, we all should just be doing literally every day wherever we going. Going into the grocery store, you got to circle yourself. You know what I'm saying? And protect yourself from from these different energies. And, um, man, that the chapter four, chapter four is just a great chapter. And it was just a reminder that any and everything that we want to create, you know, we have the ability to do so by just knowing who God is, what God is, and uh, and knowing that we have the, the ability within our mind, you know, to create that, to, uh, to manifest that energy and be that energy itself. So that's pretty much what I got, what I got for that. I mean, okay. I know for me and my goddesshood, and my so, goddess, I have my specific principles and energy streams that I represent, you know what I'm saying, that I came onto this planet um, with. And uh, I know that I also have the ability to tap into other energy and bring other aspects of other goddesses into my reality. So, you know, I just know and recognize, you know, recognize the God, the God or the goddess that I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I don't know, Kendra. You got Kendra. You got any other insight? On, I just uh, thought. I just thought. I mean, I, I thought chapter four was just everything for me. It, it to me, it really helped me realize that with all this work that I have been putting in, all the reading, all of watching the videos, meditating, and you know, so forth, and you know, and changing the way I'm different ways I respond to different situations and stuff. I think that that particular chapter, um, that was very rewarding for me. Like I needed that. I really did need it, you know, because, it's, you know, when you're trying to learn and, you know, study and read and try to find out, you know, your purpose and so forth and everything, it can be a bit confusing and stuff. And it to me, this particular chapter was like light. <laughs> Mhm, mhm. You know, I felt like you know it really was, and I look forward to you know diving even more deeper into the other chapters. I mean, it's, I really look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. All the chapters are man. The book is just magical. It's just uh, uh, something that if you don't have the book, you, man, you definitely need to try to get it and. What the this can dumb but uh all to all the callers that was on or whatever, if we didn't get to y'all man, we we're gonna figure it out next time because this thing is acting kinda funny every time I click on this button. But um yeah, chapter four. Ye are God. Ye are God and if ye do not know it, then ye are still a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to figure that out immediately that God is within and for you to to uh, really embody it, you must do the work, the end. All right, people, we, we uh, love the conversation, love the energy. 
We'll check y'all out next time. Peace out. Okay, peace. Peace, peace, peace. And I just want to say to all the listeners out there before we go, understand that this is a book club. There's not one single person that is doing all the teaching. We all are involved. Uh, We are all teachers and students all simultaneously. Thanks for coming on the show. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Peace. Peace.